Hello and welcome to the WM Podcast. Uh, we're doing In The Stands now. I'm your host, Stephen Downs. I'm with Jim, our and special guest, Matt Glennon. Um, we're going to start with In The Stands. Um, we talked a little bit last week, Al, about it, regarding the difference between um, Burton Albion and the West Brom situation. Yeah. There's been a little bit more dialogue, a little bit more going on. Mm. Um, do you want to lead well, off? Yeah, I mean, in terms of the wider campaign, we're very close to the 100,000 signatures that's needed to trigger a debate in Parliament. So that hopefully will put more pressure on, on Tracy Crouch, the sports minister, to reconsider the fact that it's a so-called minority of fans that want to see the introduction of safe standing. Yeah. Um, I mean, not that many. It, it's, I think, yeah, it, it's, it's grown faster than a lot of petitions that are on that website for people saying that's not very much. Um, but I think as well, the other sort of development from Huddersfield Town perspective was the, the interview at Canal Side uh, that Dean Hoyle did, and he, and he mentioned safe standing, and yeah. he said that it wasn't a, a priority for Huddersfield Town, and that Huddersfield Town wouldn't be uh, one of the leading clubs for it. Uh, I think from our perspective, from HGSA and, and for our part of the Stand Up For Town campaign, to see uh, the introduction of rail seating at the John Smith. I think we, we personally disagree with, with that ourselves at the moment, uh, mm. but we sort of want to speak to the club about it more and sort of try and change their minds. Mm. Um, I mean, sort of a few things that were sort of said that, you know, the myth, I think Dean mentioned, that uh, the introduction of rail seating or safe standing would reduce costs. He's saying that um, he felt sort of that the it might actually lead to an increase of cost because you've got to pay for the installation. Was that most of the meetings I've been at with other sort of football supporters groups have mentioned like what's happened at Shrewsbury Town where the fans themselves have, have come together uh, and they've paid for, for it. And I think that's what would happen at most grounds rather than sort of wanting the club to sort of try and increase prices to, to see the investment returned. Um, you'd actually see fans sort of stump up the I initial I don't think it's a Premiership fans that are paying fans. I, I, I agree with you on the yeah. Shrewsbury stuff, but it, the money that's taken the Premier League, if they're asking me to pay for safe standing, oh, yeah. I'd say no. But unfortunately, I, I, agree, I, well, I yeah. agree with you that they yeah. should have safe standing, yeah. because what you've seen now, especially at West Ham and places, is the aggression, mm. because people are standing up all the time. There's kids behind you, there's women there now, because obviously football stands are now full of everyone now. Yeah. It's not just yeah. angry men yeah. who are drunk and young lads who want to scream and shout and stand up where every time the referee blows his whistle for a substitution, yeah. everyone jumps up and has something angry to say about it. And then next thing, sit down, sit down, sit down, constantly you're having that that, yeah. that battle and that fight. Mm. And I think you should have an area yeah. of the stadium which is safe standing. Yeah. If you want to stand up, and you know it's standing, it's like when you have a singing area, you know they're going to be singing. You know when, the fact that's, you know what I mean, football clubs aren't stupid either. They also have the little bit of a thug area where they know yeah. they put the idiots and yeah. then, then they get to the, yeah. <laughs> they, put, they put them lot in a, in a certain area and they do that. But I think safe standing is fantastic because it just takes away that 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 part of the, the fan experience which is being taken away from because yeah. they're having to constantly battle. And then it's a dad who's got a son next to him who's got to tell some, let's be honest, fella in front yeah, of him yeah, who yeah. won't sit down and yeah. the, the aggression starts and it's yeah. spoiling people's Definitely. people's thing because you know what I mean the stands now it, not, not everyone's as polite as the next person yeah. next to you mm. and it, it's not Definitely. right and safe standing there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing can happen exactly. there's a myth behind safe standing and, and, and it wouldn't improve attendances I, I, mean, do, I don't think that's the issue what well, people are the, saying yeah, it, they all, they all, that, that is architectural choice so Celtic mm. went one to one yep. fair enough 
Um, a lot of German clubs go one to one point five. Some clubs go one to two. The average is one to one point seven, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So probably in this country, you would you'd be looking at one to one or one to one point two. Um, in terms of the cost, I mean, safe standing because of the rail seats, the sturdy mm. things normally locked up. It also reduces attrition rates. Yeah. So you know you're spending ten, twenty, thirty, forty thousand pound replacing seats in standing areas yeah. every season. You're not going to do that with, with, with yeah. rail seating. So in in the long term, it's 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 an investment that. that so I, I've not looked in as much as you fellas do. So what they decide, the club decide when the seat's coming down. It would so be. yeah, you can't so just suddenly pull your seat down. No, it's locked no, up. So yeah, locked yeah, up. Yeah. What it was is it, it came in basically in, when the the all seater requirement came in after the Taylor report yeah, in the yeah. UK. Then UEFA decided that in their competitions they would have an all seater requirement with some exemptions. Uh, so German fans, you know, who have kind of a majority share of, of their clubs said, we don't want to do that, we like standing. They went to German clubs, clubs went to industry, said, solve, solve it for us. So they designed the rail seat, which is something, uh, when it's non-European game, the seats are locked up, so you're standing. Yeah. But for a European game, they lock the seat down. And that's the discretion of the stewards, basically. So it's a really yeah. simple system. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think in terms of initial funding, funding thing, so I think Shrewsbury, they... Um, they funded it through Tafosi, who sort of specialise in, in organising these crowdfunding things. Yeah. I think, like we, said, we've spoken to as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like like Matt was saying, yeah, with all the Premier League money, should fans really have to fund the safe standing? Probably not. However, sort of the drive is to constantly compete and to constantly start spending more money. So I think I think fans, given the choice of sort of not having real seating and paying for it, would probably go for the sort of crowdfunding sort of element. And also, if it, as long as with that, with understanding that it's not, it's not going to lead to clubs increasing, increasing the price for the standing areas, because there's no real need to do it if the fans are then stumping yeah. it. There's no, they don't have to get a return on that investment, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but I think as well, um, I think as well for the sort of terrier identity that, that the club have sort of mentioned quite a lot um, in terms of sort of with a vociferous support. I think at the moment it's one of the better supports in the Premier League. Yeah. But if, if, if as the, they were saying that uh, we're going to sort of follow other clubs, Lee, then you'll see other clubs who do get safe standing have a sort of a secure standing area where and they get the sort of culture of the standing and more vociferous support. You'll see probably our support lag behind. I think we're sort of reaching sort of almost, I'd say maybe a sort peak. of peak, peak atmosphere with what we've got at the moment in the South Stand. I don't, I don't really see it getting any better than it is at the moment. It's not, think, just, it's not just the South Stand, that's the amazing thing this yeah, season. It's yeah, been yeah. all around the ground. It's been, I'd, say, I'd put them in the top five in the, yeah. in the Premier League but this year. I, I'd, I'd, probably, I'd probably say that the noise would probably usually start in the yeah, South Stand, stand yeah. and, then, and then sort of, sort of so go you, around. Yeah. Um, so I'd, I'd probably say in terms of that, if, if you just remain sort of stagnant, then I, I feel personally the atmosphere will become like that as well. If it doesn't sort of, you don't see an injection. I think mm. English atmospheres, uh, the fact that we're one of the top atmospheres in the Premier League, you know, we said you that. Don't do Arsene Wenger. You've got to move with the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, Arsene yeah, yeah. Wenger this week came out in favour of Saints. He did, didn't he? Um, but I think what, what I'm trying to say is that most English grounds need an injection of some sort because you go to a lot of grounds and it's Everton yeah, it's exactly I, I, yeah. and it's Everton, not Everton was horrendous yeah. Yeah. the media facilities the stands yeah. and Liverpool was horrendous to be fair to be yeah. honest as well yeah. but 
Yeah, it's is, not the they did an yeah. announcement as well on the speakers. Please sit down. Yeah, on Everton five. Ta- for, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man United's awful. Yeah, Man United. That they just sat down. No, but they're up and down and up and down. And Southampton, I actually saw when the goal went in. I used to think at least people stand up for that. I saw someone just sitting down and they the like that. But the key, the key <laughs> thing, where's the passion in that? The two key things are like cost, cost is a myth. You compare it to Germany, yeah. and average, you know, you can get a season ticket to buy Munich for 100 euros. Mm. And the average age of a season ticket holder is in the 20s, and they get to stand up in a safe environment. That's why it's louder. That's why, mm. And that's why in 10 years, uh, the Bundesliga will have a problem with filling the stadiums. The Premier League actually might. I've, mm. been, I've been in meetings with the Premier League this year twice, and they're absolutely terrified of, of, of that being unsustainable. They know that they've got the TV stuff, but they don't know whether they've got people coming through. Yeah. The other thing they're terrified of is that young people are growing up not going to watch football games, but they're, they're playing, playing FIFA. They're playing yeah, FIFA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they said their main, uh, I don't know this is like commercially confidential information, but I'm putting it out there. They said that they see their main commercial threat as being esports yeah. in the next yeah. 10 years. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Well, they fill Wembley Arena. Watching yeah, people yeah, exactly. play FIFA. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the things. <laughs> Half time yeah. of the playoff final. That was the most the boring main, thing I've ever watched in my life. The main <laughs> entertainment was two blokes playing FIFA. And it was nil nil. It was yeah, yeah. poor. Yeah. But there's, there's, like a few, there's a few key points. Like, number one is persistent standing happens. And mm. you can't tell 2,000 people to sit down. That, that's, like, that's the key point. Yeah. Um, the SGSA, the Sports Ground Safety Authority, and, and the Stewards Union, they know that, and that's why they do light touch in certain areas of the ground. However, long term, that's not safe. I've had, I've, yeah. I've been, I've gone three rows over. I've had crutch cuts on my shoes. Not one foot though. I went over two rows of seats. Yeah, exactly. And and all, all you know, you're talking about a barrier. That's that's. Oh, the seats for the seats, all right. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of just like yeah, finish, yeah. finish the point, like to go through the kind of logical um, steps. Um, so. And um, um, we know that there's, there's nothing inherent, you know, Tracy Crouch, the, mm. the sports minister, who's a big rugby union fan, she can go to Ashton Gate on a, on a, on a Saturday mm. and she, she can't stand in the, the standing section, right, if there's, there's a football yeah. team playing, because yeah. that's, that's, that's illegal, mm. it's inherently unsafe, and she can't drink a beer either, that's inherently unsafe and it's criminal. Sunday, a rugby team can play, that is perfectly yeah, safe yeah. and legal. It's it's logically inconsistent. It's inconsistent as well because it only the exemption uh, only applies to the, the top two divisions. So you're saying it's safe for someone in, in League One and League Two to do it, but it's not safe for someone it's in bizarre when police in the Premier League to do it. Police themselves yeah. say rugby union fans are often a lot worse yeah. behaved than football fans because at least football fans sort of adhere to some sort of code yeah, of ethics yeah. of what they do, whereas rugby yeah. fans tend to just get far. Yeah. yeah. I know. So the, the, te- the, te- so the technology exists to make yeah, it yeah. safer. It's That's the difference. Technology, yeah. right. technology yeah. moves on. And it didn't it's exist when Taylor, yeah. Taylor did his report, exactly. but now yeah. it does. And exactly. so that's going to give you three things. It's going to give you better atmosphere, because mm. you can't tell me that that yellow wall at Dortmund, if everyone was sat down, it would be better yeah. atmosphere. It won't. It's going to give you the, the safest possible accommodation for people to stand in. It stops crushers, collapses, and surges. Mm. And it's going to give people choice. So it means that, as, as you pointed out, Matt, that people are going to be getting pissed because people are standing up in front yeah, of them. Exactly. Everyone wants to stand or go in like, one area. So yeah. now we come to the thorn issue of, I'm unpopular enough on this anyway, <laughs> Uddersfield Town Football Club, yeah. who have completely stonewalled this. Mm. Um, I've seen the statement that they will release, and all right, let me just tell it you, because they're not going to release it, because you know we've been trying for, for months, which is that we're broadly supportive, but the legislation needs to change. Number one, legislation does not need to change. Yeah. That, that's wrong. Um, it's that the the government just needs to change how it interprets the powers that the legislation gives it. So the Home Secretary could 
Um, it's a policy change. Not a policy change. change. And that's, really, that's, that's a lot more effective to enact than the legislation mm. change. Um, so what the club needs to be doing instead of saying, oh yeah, we support it, but sorry, we can't do anything. Because every Premier League club needs to be taken on board, the views of their fans, the people mm. who actually experience it week in, week out. And our poll said 96%, the examiner's poll said 88%, including people who sit. Yeah. Um, the club did their own survey, which they still haven't released the results of. Um, it'll be very positive, let me put it that yeah. way. They met with the Premier League and we had exactly the same meeting. And, and what was said in that meeting was that some of the noises coming out of the SGSA, which is the government's safety quango, was that if they did move to safe standing technology, they might look at cracking down on standing, mm. persistent, persistent standing. Persistent standing, yeah. In other areas of the stadium. Yeah. Now, there's a difference between cracking down on persistent standing in other areas of the stadium and cracking down on standing, which is what it was making it sound like if you yeah. stood up for a goal exactly. or something. That they're not talking That's not about. That's the point. That. It's every decision. Yeah. 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 And can I just so in terms of if they if they didn't want to sort of crack down on, on that other standing areas like, like you were saying only the main thing you need to do is make sure the safe standing area is large enough to accommodate yeah. all the people who want to stand secondly and secondly it's a matter of actually the government it's an all-seater requirement it's not an all-standing requirement yeah. it's civil law so it's up to the stadium operators yeah. as to whether people actually stand or sit within the ground hence the fact that we stand up in the south there. exactly yeah your thoughts Matt, from what's being said I, I pretty much said it all. I agree with safe standing because I think it causes problems. And there's not, if you've got 25,000 people in the stadium, all 25,000 people are standing up for every single decision, for every time the referee gives a throw in to the wrong side and all that sort of stuff. You've probably got a few thousand that do that persistently and annoy and, and are aggressive with that. And they're the people that want to be in. Standing, mm. so you'd probably take eighty percent of your standards yeah, away. Yeah. I mean, there the only ones you'd have is ones who've got kids and that. Who yeah. you've still got a twelve-year-old next to them and they're swearing, shouting, mm. calling. You know what I mean? Us delicate flower goalkeepers. <laughs> certain words. They shouldn't be calling us stuff behind the goal. So I think you'd probably take eighty percent away of your standards anyway, even in just in a in a six thousand all, all standing section mm. of that that south stand. Because you probably mm. what would you get in there? Four thousand, five thousand. Yeah. Could you get yeah, in there? Yeah, yeah, safe yeah, standing. Yeah. So you, you you take away most of them. The rest of it would be fans, families, thingies, and then you get your family section. Then you've got another section where it can be it can be a second sitting. Mm. So you, you could have if you have your south end, you could have it there all standing. You can have all that safe standing. Then you could have the corner where it used to be. The singers used to be there yeah. before they open it up. That could be seating for mm. the singing section for yeah. those fans yeah, who yeah, maybe yeah, can't yeah, stand yeah. up for an hour and a half because yeah. you've got to think about medical yeah, issues yeah, yeah, as well because yeah. like my, my, I can't stand up for an hour and a half in a, in a safe place my back just yeah. won't do it I can run yeah. around for nine minutes <laughs> I, can't stand, I can't stand still it's mad yeah. I can't stand still for 15 minutes but I can do that That's I can move around yeah, yeah. all day not a problem so then you move around the corner another couple of thousand of, of fans who you know what I mean? Are a bit raucous, a bit singing, don't mind standing yeah, up. Yeah. The rest of the stadium, you've got to yeah, be taking it away. Exactly, just a bit yeah, of intelligence. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a bit of forward thinking. It's common thinking. sense, isn't it? And we have got that at the minute sort of at John Smith because you look at the different... Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have got, you have got, you have, you have got yeah. that to an extent, yeah. Fantastic but media. you're still not allowed to stand in that south yeah. really, and you're still yeah. going to get shit for it. And it'd just be yeah. handy to have, you know... <laughs> A barrier in front of you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Also, it's, it's also about a mental. It's about it's about encouraging a mentality. Because yeah. another ownership could come along and say, actually, you've got to sit down. Whereas you've got if safe standing is, is legalised, you know that's it. That's there. And another thing is, you know, like kids will be getting to 15, 16, 17 and you know they they, they won't want to. A lot of clubs that don't, you know, like are particularly decent standing areas. 
they'll just lose interest. You won't yeah. want to sit with the, the mum or the, the dad. Yeah. They'll want to go with the mates. And you used to be able to like graduate, didn't you? Yeah. Like and go and stand on the terrace. It's not. It's nothing to do, like to do with the terrace at all. But yeah. so it's just it's just a bit of catering to everyone. That's what modern football. It's about what modern capitalism. It's all about. It's about choice. And and you know you can't be in the, the Premier League and talk about choice about this. You got fucking twenty million different types of hot dogs, but you can't have an option to sit and an option to stand yeah. and, cl- and clubs that you know Crystal Palace have come out in favour West Brom have like properly gone for it um, Shrewsbury have already got it well yeah so many like you yeah. know like Brentford, Derby they've all come out they've all tw- tweeted the petition we need Huddersfield Town to do that because even if Huddersfield Town are in favour of it you know tweeting out this petition if they want if they want the policy to change mm. then that's the best way to get a big you know public debate in Parliament you, you can't have it both ways exactly. you can't say you're really good at fan engagement and then the big issue that we've made our main issue, the cow should lie the main yeah. issue, and cats, you know. If I wanted to stonewall someone, if I had fans coming to me and saying, we want this, and you didn't want to do anything, but you didn't want to make a big deal of it, what I would say is, oh, we can't do anything, we need to leg- change legislation. And that's what the club have said. You know, to, yeah. our, to our disappointment, uh, and and the, so, you know, we're, we're not stupid. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the fact we know we're being stonewalled. And the fact that the, the the fact of the matter is, is fans have done all they can. Now yeah. it needs the people with the power and money, that's the clubs, to go to the Premier League and say, look, we want this legislation changing. And I've been told at high, at high level um, that if that just happened, the government would change the policy. It's all about money. Yeah. But do you not think that it would take? Because uh, I brought this up last week. Yeah. Uh, regarding. I think it would change the mentality of a lot of clubs if one of the big six came out and said... Well, Tot- Tottenham yeah. have got in their new stadium design. They've got yeah, a safe yeah. standing area ready to go. Um, Everton, you know, new stadium, mm. they're looking at it. Um, so it, it, it is something that the, the top clubs are pushing. But they've not, re- they've not gone for it, have they? Like West Brom have gone for it. Yeah, but West West Brom were the kind yeah. of second. You know, if, if, Man United, if Man United came out and but did, Man United have said, Man United have said that they want to look at, at dual dual purpose seats. It's better than him sheets for. Say a few things online. Some of the fans who, who there are some fans <laughs> who aren't in favour of safe standing, but then the reasons they give, I think it just sort of shows maybe not to be patronising dwarfs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the dwarf the dwarf society probably not in favour of it. But, <laughs> But I think it's a bit of lack of understanding <laughs> saying I remember the surges of all the territories, I don't want to return to this sort of standing, but the clues in the name, it's you know, they just yeah. said to Barry Sherman, it's safe standing. Um and the fact that you know you're on real seating, it prevents the surges, you're able to you know, uh withstand massive uh, forces. And also people saying that why are we only looking at rail seating? Uh, I think so it's a UK context and the fact that the current legislation it means that the government can just it's a change of policy needed legislation. So they could allow sort of safe standing one government minister and another one could say no, it's all seater again. But a real seating it gives you that flexibility, isn't it? It's very easy to just change between those two. So those are like two things why we why we'd back so yeah. real seating. Also like and why it's not about what why surges of all are not a reason to oppose I mean, uh, safe yeah. standing. I mean technically somebody needs to grab hold of Theresa May and take her to Shrewsbury for a game, don't you? Well, we have invited she's Tracy she's Crouch to come and yeah. Tracy Crouch is welcome to come and stand in the South Stand, you know, an for an open invitation yeah. for, for ninety minutes at the front. <laughs> we'll move on from a safe standing uh, discussion, I'm sure yeah. it'll come up in, in further podcasts mm. probably. We'll move on to the sad news of, of Jackie Forster dying. Um, Jim, I mean, I, 
I think you know you and I uh, know have known and have met her. Um, what has she done for for supporters associations? Yeah, so like Jackie um, was one of the like the kind of first employees of Supporters Direct and longest serving employees. She's there for over fifteen years. She's helped set up more Supporters Trust than you can like shake a stick at, particularly in the early years as well when there were no blueprint. You know, mm. she was just going in and, and, you know, she was kind of writing the, the kind of the book, yeah. as it were. Um, and then uh, more recently, unfortunately, she was she was d- diagnosed with a terminal cancer, not given very long to live, only six months or something. And, and that was three years ago, two years ago. So then she decides as a legacy project to set up something called uh, Women at the Game. Mm. And that's just basically an initiative aimed at getting more women and girls to attend football matches, you know, because sometimes um, they might not have, like, a lot of women might want to go, but they don't have mates that want to go and stuff. So it's about creating social groups and all that kind of stuff. And well, we met we met Jackie at the Women at the Game launch because it was something we really, really wanted to do. Uh, lovely, wonderful woman. Um, unfortunately, an Altrincham FC fan. Um, she talked she talked about them a lot, but <laughs> someone asked her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but like, she's just so determined at the point, you know, kind of having this this terminal illness. And, and really like pushing through this and getting so many women at the game events and she was really determined um, that not only would we Uddersfield Town become the, the first Premier League club to have a women at the game event that also she would be there and um, we did thanks to, to Robin and Rachel uh, at the club and she did attend and, and had a wonderful time and, and, and we'll do it again so really all, all we can do to kind of like keep her legacy going is, is to, to keep on at this thing getting more women and girls to, to go to football matches so well, that's my, my daughter was there on Saturday she yeah. that my her, her school won the uh, the song the Mooniers oh, oh, yeah, Hempworth yeah. Juniors yeah. so they and they got, went and got the shirts and the thing because she, she, she missed my early part of my career to be fair she was yeah, born yeah, yeah. so she came up when she was like one and two and then obviously I left the club when she was two and two and a half and then they came she loved it at Halifax she was on the pitch because she was a lot older then and, and that. And now I'm back obviously involved with the radio and doing bits around Huddersfield and her and her friend now got the shirts loved the game obviously thank god they scored that goal last week yeah. <laughs> I don't think they ever would have come back again but yeah lo- loads loads of young girls that are going now obviously you see loads of women there I mean, obviously, a lot of them listen to the radio and abuse me and stuff like that. <laughs> but, uh, equal yeah. opportunities, And it is, and women like that who, who get them in there, it just creates the atmosphere that town have got down to a T, I think, at the minute. And where other fans come and they enjoy, they enjoy the experience, they're not worried. It's not like going to West Ham or yeah, Millwall, yeah. places like that. You go into a club and you know, you know I mean, you'll, you'll get your pie, and I'm not quite sure what these million hot dogs that you shot, that you've talked about <laughs> before are, because I'd like to go there. But you, you know you're going to turn up, and it's not going to be an hostile atmosphere. There's going to be families there. It's going to be, you know what I mean? It's going to be aggressive in their support towards their team. But that's it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You, you see, because I, I walk in, I, I get there for like quarter past one, because yeah. we all get there quite early, and I, I just see everyone coming and arriving, smile on the face. A lot of women in the crowd, a lot of young girls in the crowd, and they feel safe to come. Mm. And there's not many clubs in this country that can say that. So I think Huddersfield yeah. and you mean the lady that that, that the started the, the Chelsea one and started the campaign, just mm. done a great job. Yeah, absolutely. And town are, town are really really good on on yeah. diversity inclusion, like mm. really really. Well, good. we spoke to uh, obviously the um, the disability association for Huddersfield Town the other yeah, week. Dave, yeah. Yeah, and mm. it, you know he, he spoke about passionately about how good that. 
the club have been on on disability issues yeah. and other other things like that. I mean, the Women at the Game initiative was a great success. Yeah, had brilliant social media us, coverage. Yeah. The Examiner got involved. Yeah, and they gave us thirty tickets to get women who wouldn't usually go to the games, go to Chelsea games. And then we get we got another season. thirty so they could do the guard of honour and that. We, we, as yeah, well yeah. as well as like Jackie and that, and, and obviously Emily HSA co-chair. But uh, can't like thank Rachel and Robin enough yeah, at the club yeah. for like properly pushing that. No. And so we'll hopefully do it. Yeah. Again. I think I think in terms of Jackie, I remember sort of the story. I think she was one of those people who she's a bit of a character and she would just have a bit of backbone about her. An individual, she wanted to sort of do generic things. She she was uh, I think when she was younger, and she I remember her doing like a talk and uh, saying that she was she got onto a train. She got to like a football special with all these sort of hooligans around her, and there was this man who came up to her. You know what train that is, love? Let's go to a football match. You don't want to do that. And then she was like, no, 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 I know where I'm going. And then like, she was just that sort of person. Yeah. She, went with she, she just did, did whatever she wanted to, and like, you know, to achieve so much, like right, setting up all these supporters trusts up and down the country to sort of help supporters sort of gather together and sort of, you know, make things better for them as groups. And, yeah. and massively helped us out during mm. administration, during 0203, 0304, I think mm. that really helped Bob, Pepper and Steve Moob and all those old heads. I'm not saying that, but I mean, to be fair. Yeah, very um, Yeah, <laughs> ancient. Um, I, I mean, I remember when the, the, the Chelsea thing, like, you know, Andy Booth came out for this photo opportunity, you know, kind of brought him mm. up and, and I was like, oh, come on, Andy Booth, like, ushering over to, you know, she was probably, she was like, <laughs> who was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, he's like, live, club living legend, he scored like 100 yeah, goals yeah. all with his head and she's like, right, let's get on it, you know, because she wanted to promote the thing so much, so yeah. like determined yeah. uh, to get it going. And, and she, yeah, she did and so, <laughs> so yeah, it's all, it's all gone, um, I think, you know, that, that legacy, she's, she's got the legacy of all these trusts that exist and then she's got the legacy of, of women at the game, which will get, you know, bigger and stronger. Well, so. well that, that, that's what makes football special, isn't it, Matt? People like that, in terms of that so passionate for the game and wanting to make it, it is, better. They give, the, they give the time, because they've got their own lives as well, they've got their own families, their own jobs, they've got to make money for themselves, but they give up so many hours and hours, you mean, towards things that they're passionate about, you know what I mean? And yeah. if you didn't have people like that, you wouldn't have... Safe standing. Yeah. Yeah. People are, you won't have as many won't the games, you won't have a million things yeah. that people bring to it. Anything yeah. else need to mention? Food banks. So yeah. uh, we had a really successful uh, first time. We partnered up with the Town Foundation. We had eight collection points. Um, put me fit and efficient. Yeah, well, a lot of people thought they were actually busy. Yeah, I was going to say. Before I came, people, <laughs> can people not try and put yeah, the letter no, in the collection? We, <laughs> <but> for <laughs> Everton and Arsenal, um, we've got seven collection points in Amsterdam. We've got one at Canal Side. We've got these fancy new blue and white striped bins, so don't, nice. don't put your empty car in, in it. Uh, but do <laughs> bring loads of like food and, and even if it's just one tin. Imagine yeah. twenty thousand people brought one, one tin. tin food. Well, I think yeah. didn't, didn't the stats say five bins were full or? Yeah, yeah. Every, every collection point had one full bin. They did basically. well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, which is great to see. That's yeah, so it's yeah, good to yeah. so just, if you can spare it out, like literally, if, if it's just a tin of sardines, bring it because it's going to help someone. And is that running for the Everton and Arsenal? Yeah. Everton and Arsenal, and then, and then hopefully next year, we'll, you know, it'll be a proper permanent partnership. So. If you bring most of it to the HGSA cabin, then we look a bit better. <laughs> right, well, we'll, uh, we'll end yeah. the, the In the Stands podcast here. It's been great to have. Uh, Jim and out, and thanks again, Matt, for coming along. Uh, hope you've enjoyed your time. Uh, we'll see you once again uh, for another In the Stands podcast. Uh, see you later.